You're listening to the Investing.com's weekly crypto podcast with your host, Clément Thibault. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome to Cryptalk, Investing.com's weekly crypto podcast where we usually uh, cover the weekly news. Uh, this week, we have a special episode and we're going to focus on predictions for 2019. So 2018 was a very interesting year. Uh, last week's podcast focused on what happened, why it happened, and, you know, we covered some of the major topics that were all the buzz and all the noise in 2018. And to this week, uh, I'm going to be trying to see if I can nail some predictions and if I can see what 2019 brings. So this will be just the addition of just me talking about what will what I think will happen in 2019. Uh, so uh, I won't spoil it with topics of the week because, you know, usually I talk about the topics ahead to give you an idea of what we're going to be saying uh, but it's a, a huge spoiler for this week's episode. So we're not going to do that. And instead, we're going to jump to uh, the number one thing. So there we go. Okay, here we go. So we have 10, 10 predictions for 2019. And uh, this is number one. I'll try to do about a minute for every prediction so we don't drag this out for too long. So the number one prediction is no new all-time high in 2019 for any crypto uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, no one will actually reach a new all-time high in 2019. Now, I predict this because, you know, after a bubble, and I've said that many times, it takes time for people to kind of rebuild trust and for momentum and velocity to come back to a token, especially after many people got burned and a lot of early investors, you know, that curve of adoption, then, you know, those the people that got burned in the current bubble and in the bubble in 2013 as well, it was that they were early adopters, they were just trying the technology, they were interested, and so you burned people that were interested in your product, which is never a good thing to do. And this is why I think that it'll take uh, maybe a year, uh, maybe even more than a year. The last bear market lasted for three and a half, four years, and I think it's definitely possible that we see something similar and definitely not a turnaround in 2019. There are some positive fundamentals that I think are developing for Bitcoin, but maybe in 2020, not in 2019. So that's number one for you. Number two, I think that we are not going to see any more ICOs. I think that ICOs are definitely dead. And I also think that security token offerings are still sketchy at best. And I'm not sure exactly how they can develop to be something different from ICOs. I'm not sure what's the market fit. I'm not sure what's the need for security token offerings. Uh, again, if someone can come up and, and show me something that, you know, will prove why it's necessary or how it's supposed to really work and answer some tough questions, uh, I definitely don't see that happening. Uh, the, the I think regulations have kind of killed ICOs at this point. And I think that, you know, the SEC is starting to come after ICOs that have uh, issued security unlawfully. And I think we're going to see more of that in 2019, but wait, cause that's another prediction. Uh, so that's number, that's actually number four, but I'll get to it as well. Uh, okay. So that's number two. Number three, uh, I think we're going to see many, many coins and projects dying over the course of 2019. Now, 2018, 2017, people raised a lot of money and the treasuries were great. And you could run your project for about a year and a year and a half depending on what you did with the money that you raised. I think that 2019, if we're not seeing a major bull market, which I don't expect to happen, then many coins will be dry out. And many people that were interested in cryptocurrencies will, will just move on because they were never interested in you know the, the ideology, the promise of cryptocurrency. They were interested in just making a quick dollar. And I think that those people will definitely get pushed out of the ecosystem and, and it's just 
lose interest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because they don't see any op- any way to actually make good money quickly like you saw in 2017. So I think that no more ICOs and, you know, some maybe more focused development, but nothing widespread. I mean, blockchain won't change the world. And I don't think that if a company says blockchain in 2019, its stock is going to jump like 300% like we've seen with Long Island blockchain or whatever the hell that was. So that's uh, number three. Number four. So I talked about regulations and I think that 2019, we're going to see a lot more activity uh, on the part of regulators. And I think that we've seen, we've started to, to see what they were planning on doing with Air Fox and Paragon. And we've seen that, you know, those companies settle charges with the SEC. And those were just the first kind of estab- establishing, uh, you know, just the direction of what they want to do in 2019. In 2019, I see Hammer dropping on a lot of other projects. Uh, definitely, just like we saw Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled getting dagged on settling charges, sorry, on pr- promoting ICOs. I think we're going to see a lot more of that in 2019. I know that uh, Leo Messi has, you know, has, as a football fan, I know that Leo Messi has uh, promoted uh, Serene Labs, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm dying to see if something happens with that. So that's definitely something I'm keeping an eye on as a football fan and a crypto fan as well. Uh, number five, no Bitcoin or crypto ETF. So I really don't see how uh, the SEC committee approves a Bitcoin ETF. It's possible that it'll happen. And I and I said before how the proposal that we have today from Solidec and Vanex, Vanex are is a is a good one in the fact that it tries to answer what the the concerns of the SEC, mainly the manipulation part by relying on OTC over the over the counter trading. And by making the ETF share size 25 Bitcoin to not call it retail. So I get what they did that. Uh, the numbers I've seen of, of over-the-counter uh, numbers, volume numbers, were not that high. And, and numbers that I saw running on Twitter, it was really a fraction of, you know, the, the massive volumes that exchanges rock. So is it better then, you know, volume from exchanges. Again, the volume from exchanges is is questionable itself because it's very hard to verify and, and a lot of exchanges claim their volume to be something that it's probably not. So that's something. But just, you know, just the fact that we have so many questions like that, still so many unanswered questions like that, and just so many things that we're wondering about leads me to believe that the SEC will stay on the safe side and not approve a Bitcoin or crypto ETF in 2019. So that's it. Uh, number six. So I want to talk a little bit just about Bitcoin and the Lightning Network. So the Lightning Network is a payment network that is operated as a second layer on top of Bitcoin. So eventually, eventually, whatever you do is settled on the blockchain, but you can open those kind of windows and then transact within yourself on that window without the blockchain itself. And only when you're interested, you can close that window of transaction. And then the result will be on the blockchain, on the Bitcoin blockchain. So that's just really the lightning network in literally two words. Uh, But I think that it will continue to grow. And I think that we saw it reach over 2,000 people that are active. Not 2,000 people, but 2,000 nodes that are running on the lightning network right now. And I think that we're going to see it uh, maybe triple, quadruple. I think it's really something that will will be pushed hard in 2019. And I definitely see that uh, gaining a little bit more mainstream adoption. It's still not easy to set up. It's still very technological. So mainstream adoption might be a, a big word, but I definitely see it making significant steps in 2019. 
Uh, number seven, uh, Ethereum. So a lot of people have been asking about Ethereum and what's going on with it. So basically what they're going to do is that they're planning on having two different uh, chains running uh, together. So ETH1, which is what we have today, and ETH2, which is what they're working on. And they hope to start uh, phase zero, what they call. So they hope to start, you know, deploying something by the end of the year. So I see Ethereum kind of stuck in a limbo right now. And I think that there, you know, it's, it's, it has a direction, but it has so much, so much unknown on it. And there's so many things that we still don't know if they're going to work. And a lot of those crypto networks, they're very hard to test properly before you actually set them out to live. And then when you do, when you do go live and there's a major bug or a critical bug, then we're talking potentially billions of dollars. I don't remember how much Ethereum is worth right now, but it's north of $10 billion, uh, if not 20. When the last time I remember checking, it was more 20. So it's a lot of money on the line for something that we have no idea if is good or not. And this is why this is really what I think about Ethereum, that it's still a highly experimental project that could still really go either way. Now, uh, that plus the fact that EOS, as much as I'm not a big fan, uh, is still some kind of competition to Ethereum. And I think that there's a lot of money trying to push the EOS ecosystem. So it's not going to be as easy for Ethereum. And I see it kind of stuck in a limbo in 2019. So I really, you know, I think that whatever is happening with Ethereum, uh, for good or for bad, will probably happen more in 2020 than in 2019. So that's regarding uh, Ethereum. Uh, number eight, uh, the BCH drama. So, uh, if you've been following this podcast or any type of crypto person on Twitter or publication, you know that BCH recently split uh, into BCH ABC and uh, BCH Satoshi's vision. So basically, I think that this kind of civil war really hurts both sides. And, and that's what I really think that when you compare them to Bitcoin, which is what they're both aspiring to be. In a way, you know, they're, they're both inspiring to be the Bitcoin. I really think that they took a hit in 2018, and I don't see them recovering in 2019. Uh, it's very sad to me that a lot of people that would definitely share some kind of ideology just can't agree on the way to do things. But I guess crypto is no different than the, you know, the real world. You know, people, even though they want to get to the same destination, don't necessarily have the same idea of how to get there. And that's definitely what happened, in my opinion, uh, between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. Now, uh, I think that they both uh, will still suffer in 2019 uh, more than Bitcoin will. So I think that they just weakened, both weakened then position, and I don't see them, any of them, just really rebounding in 2019. And if I had to bet on one of the two, then I'd bet on ABC rather than on SV. But that's just definitely, you know, a bet because you never know with cryptos. It's insane sometimes. Uh, number nine. So number nine, we're uh, almost about to round off our list. So I'm, I'm happy this will be a short podcast, which is what I want it to be. Uh, number nine, one major exchange hacked in 2019. Uh, I am certain that as the funding goes down and as maybe the volume goes down and as exchanges make less and less money, I see them cutting you know, a lot of employees. I see them laying off people. And definitely what that does is usually what that does is just weaken uh, the system and the security. And usually bear markets like these, when people aren't paying attention, is when the big hacks can happen, 
right? Because when the bull is up and, you know, everybody's making tons of money, then everybody have everybody has like seven eyes on every little moving thing. But as the bear market come and, and comes and people are less interested in Bitcoin and even the people running the projects are not as enthusiastic about them maybe because they're not making as much money as they used to, then this is when usually hackers can find a way you know, to just take money out of exchanges and take people's money out of exchanges. So uh, 2019, yes, it'll be unfortunate, but there, I believe there will be a major exchange hacked in 2019. And, you know, the same reminder as always, only keep on an exchange what you are planning to trade, whatever is just yours and you want to keep it, then keep it yourself in your own wallet and don't trust the exchange because exchanges can get hacked. And if they do, you won't see your money. So again, a reminder, not your keys, not your coins, and we're good with that. And my number 10 and final prediction for 2019 is that uh, many people, including us here at investing.com, uh, will continue to be interested in the ecosystem. And we will continue to provide uh, good content and accessible content and good data and accessible data for everyone around the world uh, for free and without asking anything back from our users. And I really believe that, you know, I, I've had a, a recent chat with our CEO uh, just last week and and we both believe the same thing and we're both uh, bullish uh, long-term on crypto. And we're definitely both seeing, you know, what crypto can bring to the world and how it can change it, how non-sovereign money can, can change the world. And so we will continue to put effort and we will continue to build uh, throughout 2019, even if the numbers aren't as good as they were at the end of 2017 or the beginning of 2018. But we are definitely both bullish long term. And at the end of the day, you know, you work hard now and, you know, it pays off in the future. And, and next time that the cryptocurrencies will spike. And I do believe that, you know, the cycle will repeat itself. So I don't think that Bitcoin is just dying off. I do believe the cycle will repeat itself and or that even, you know, will just grow into long term bullish progression, which is all which would also be great. And and we will continue to be there and, and hold your hand as we go through this bear market so we can all rejoice in uh, 2020 or, you know, maybe later whenever uh, crypto adoption really becomes and really becomes a thing and crypto really becomes a big part of people's lives, uh, which I do believe will happen. All right, so I got through it in less than 14 minutes, uh, which is great. So just some words of closing. Uh, I want to wish you and your family a very, very happy new year. Uh, I made a few resolutions this year, uh, which I definitely uh, intend to keep. I hope that you did the same. Uh, I think that New Year's Eve is often a great time to just reflect on goals and, and maybe take a bigger picture view of kind of, you know, major goals that we want to achieve that it's sometimes hard to stop during the day to day to stop and think about, oh, where do I want to be a year from now? And I think that New, Year, New Year's Eve is a great time to really stop and think about where you want to be a year from now and what you want to accomplish during that year. So definitely do that, make resolutions and don't don't be afraid to aim high. I right? just whatever, just go high. You know, there's a saying that, you know, shoot for the stars and 
even if you even if you miss you land on the moon or something like that i just i don't remember what that saying but but i like it because it means that you know just do the best you can always and just see where it brings you and even if it doesn't bring you necessarily to the optimal point that you want it to be at it'll definitely bring you and in a good place because you've put work and effort in it all right so some uh, words of encouragement uh, to finish this podcast off and i hope you have a wonderful year uh, best wishes to you and your family and i'll see you next week